Justin. I'm Ben. And this is Half a Star. This is uh, From Russia with Love from the hot public domain artist, uh, Huma Huma. Huma Huma. Huma Huma. We like to begin each episode with a public domain track because music really sets the atmosphere and we don't want to pay for anything. So enjoy those Bandcamp hits, Uma Uma. All right, so we got a big show today, uh, as has been every show that so far. Um, I'm going to do a cooking segment. We've cool. got an icebreaker planned, and Justin is going to give us the rundown of the movie Chinatown, which he has never seen. <laughs> We've got a live studio audience today. The show is filmed before a live studio apartment. All right, Justin, so uh, feels a little chilly in here. Why don't we break the ice? Huh? Let me close the window. Hey, Icebreakers. Uh, let's open up our imagination tanks. Um, let's say that uh, you heard that I was presenting a TED Talk. Okay. What would the subject be about? I'm pretty sure it would be about chicken fingers. Uh, <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to make an icebreaker where your answer isn't chicken fingers. I, I don't think that's possible. If you can live a life where chicken fingers isn't a possible answer for every conceivable question, then I will give another response. And then leave. <laughs> so would I be talking about, like, what makes a good chicken finger or, like, how to make them. I think you would have a, uh, a good Microsoft outline, uh, like a PowerPoint of uh, mm. all the, the, the specs of a chicken finger. And I think you'll have budgeted for at least a 45 minute discussion with TalkBack and you'll get no questions and it'll round up to about three minutes. You'd end with looking dead into the camera and go, I think that's good. And then leave. <laughs> If I was to walk down the street and see a poster for your TED Talk, I think what I would assume would be it would be you talking for like a solid three hours about the virtues of AEW over WWE. I think I would weigh both scales. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to look like an idiot when you're talking about wrestling. You gotta, no, no. You gotta come in with your homework done. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan, which is... Uh, kind of a bummer. Uh, people look at me and they don't expect me to be a wrestling fan. I think they expect most wrestling fans to look like the human form of NASCAR. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Uh, I'm really glad I'm not uh, single because I don't think I can bear to go on a date again and have to figure out the right time to tell them I'm a wrestling fan. To just like drop that bomb in. Be yeah, because it's like, do it on the first date, it could potentially torpedo the whole thing. If you wait till like eight dates, then it's like, uh, it could, uh, it's like, why are you hiding it? Are you ashamed? But then also if you tell them and they're okay with it, it's like, oh shit, what do they have in their closet that's weirder <laughs> than being a wrestling fan? When did, when did you tell your current partner? I don't think there's a funny answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Half a Star, we do a, a segment where I try to pitch to Ben a half a star idea, a pitch. So this is a segment uh, we call Justin tries to explain things he doesn't understand 
or Justin Ruins Arsh. This continues a long line of movie uh, synopsises that you've given us. Uh, yep. the, first ep the first time you did uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, and the second time you did Sound of Music, Yep. Uh, both of which were incorrect, uh, but Sound of Music was actually pretty darn close. Uh, you've got the movie Chinatown for us. Chinatown. Uh, now the rules to this, anytime I'm uh, giving my synopsis onto something I have no knowledge of, uh, I have to say any priors, anything that might be influencing my imagination. All I know from the movie Chinatown, uh, and we use the word no very loosely, uh, I'm pretty sure the last line of the movie is, forget it kid, it's Chinatown. That's all I know, and I don't know what it means. Chinatown, uh, a gritty 80s crime drama. Private detectives, Cagney and Lacey, they've got a, a private eye firm, and uh, one of them's typing away at the typewriter, the other's looking out the window with a single shot of whiskey, just like, ah, never gets any easier. And then, ding, 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 a customer or whatever they're called, a client, uh, a client yeah. in, uh, and it's a dame, as they call her. And she's wearing a big hat and like a lovely dress and goes, is this the department of Cagney and Lacey? Guys, <laughs> clean themselves up. Why, yes, we are, miss. Uh, how can we uh, help you? Every time they talk, there's always like unnecessary S's uh, at the end. Oh yeah, like um, you guys. everything. How can we help you, ma'ams? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I've had the strangest condition. Uh, from the south, apparently. I've had the strangest condition. My daddy's diamond has been stolen. And they're like, yeah, Zooks, what happened? Like, well, my father died recently, and he left me the Crusoe diamond. And it went missing at the grand unveiling. The grand unveiling, tell us more. Well, it was in a little box and we had a blanket over it. We were going to reveal it for dramatic effect. And then, boom, boom, we removed it and the diamond was gone. And it's worth $5 million. They're like, that's a lot of money for right now. As she's explaining this whole diamond situation, uh, there's a great deal of uh, Chuck Jones, like awooga eyes and heart throbs and... Uh, general howling, a yeah. gun goes off into the ceiling. So they're like, the Cagney and Lacey are on the case. They have to go, they have to find, uh, they have to know who to talk to. They go to the projects and they meet up with their friend, uh, Soft Eddie. And uh, they call him Soft Eddie because he wears a complete suit, but wears tennis shoes. Uh, so they go to his apartment and uh, like, Soft Eddie, and they're like, I ain't saying nothing. He's like, hey, you got to talk, Soft Eddie. He's like, hey, I'm just running the books here. I'm going clean because he's an accountant. They go into his room, and uh, they're like, all right, Soft Eddie, we need to know. Where's the diamond? He's like, I don't know nothing about no diamond. And they're like, that's it. And he's wearing a bolo tie. And so they feed one end of the bolo tie into a pencil sharpener and begin to wind it up. K -k -k -chunk, k -k -k -chunk. They're like, where's the diamond? He's like, oh, let me talk. And then, k -k -chunk, k -k -chunk. oh, fine. Uh, uh, it's uh, the docks. At the docks, and they're between the two of them, they're smoking like seven cigarettes. Uh, they got their flashlights. We got to find clues here for where the diamond is. 
and they see a guy putting boxes on the back of his boat, as you do. Uh, mm -hmm. Hey, you, stranger, we're looking for the diamond. Do you have any leads? He goes, oh, the diamond. Well, maybe I can help you with a little bit of, throws the box at them, jumps in the back of the boat, takes off. Cagney and Lacey are like, I think this guy might be a little fishy, boat pun. Uh, <laughs> Lacey, you, go, you fall behind, I'll cut him off. So Lacey gets in a boat, and they're going through a high-speed night boat chase. It takes place at night. Why, why would you solve crime during the day? Sure. No sense. So they're, run, they're boat racing, uh, and uh, uh, the perp, he tries to trick uh, old Lacey with the old oil slick routine. Throws like a thing of oil out to try and slip him up on the water. I assume oil is still slippy on water. Uh, but then Cagney cuts off the perp uh, in a big yacht. And then the little boat crashes into the yacht. And he's like treading water and wearing sunglasses. Cagney's throws him a life preserver. He's like, need a hand? <laughs> the interior of the, the yacht, which is fine. Uh, he's, he's all wet and he's got like a little towel and a cup of cocoa. And they're like, all right, spill it. Where is the diamond? He's like, ah, I really shouldn't tell you this. This goes way deeper than you could ever think. And they're like, try us. Well, I just got to say the secret to the Clouseau diamond is kablam gets shot uh, from off screen. Cagney and Lacey, they look and they just see this revolver like fading into the curtain. They're like, ah, rats, he's dead. We think the dame might be in danger. They go to the lighthouse where uh, they put up the dame for safekeeping uh, so she was safe. And, and she's there. They open the door without knocking because it's the past. Uh, and she's there holding the diamond over the edge of the lighthouse. And she goes, I bet you didn't expect me to be the one who killed my own father. And they're like, we never thought that once. <laughs> She's like, well, I did. All because I wanted this diamond. But I realized the great, greatest gift is life. And then she drops it off the edge of the, the lighthouse. And they're like, no, why'd you do that? She goes, what, you gonna arrest me now? Can't arrest me for destroying my own diamond. It's like, no, but we can arrest you for killing your dad <laughs> and that other guy. <laughs> They're arresting her. They're putting her in the back of the paddy wagon and Cagney kind of bent out of shape because they had feelings for her. Like, ah, she can't believe she did that. She broke our hearts like a bull in a china shop. Now my heart's in pieces. And Lacey goes, forget it, kid. It's Chinatown. Okay, I have a few questions. Um, I'm actually not accepting questions. Uh, why, is, why was it called Chinatown other than the last line? Um, because he said, uh, she broke my heart like oh, a bull like China, in like a China okay. shop. It's Chinatown. Okay, I understand. Um, so in your, in your estimation, this movie is a feature-length adaptation of the classic 80s procedural show Cagney and Lacey? I think the, I think this came first. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So in, in this, in the movie Chinatown, Cagney and Lacey are men? Yeah. They always were. Yes. 
Right, because okay, so the so the 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 TV show is a different Cagney and Lacey who are women. It's one of those modern reboots where they're like, let's do the female version. Like you know how they did Ghostbusters and it was all women. Oh, okay, I understand. So there, so in the eighties when they decided to make the Cagney and Lacey TV show, there's a lot of internet trolls out there saying that uh, this movie was ruining their childhood. It's right. exactly okay. like that. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I'm sure that that's probably about right. I think next week I'll be covering Cagney and Lacey, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to find the actual synopsis of Chinatown. It's got quite the good cast, though. Who's in it? Jack Nicholson's in it as J.J. Uh, Giddies, and Faye Dunaway's the dame as uh, Evelyn Cross Mulray. Wait a minute. So there is a dame... I mean, it's, it's your usual, like, noir story. There's always a dame in a noir story. I just want to say I was right. But it was directed by Roman Polanski, uh, which the less said about that, the better. It was nominated for 11 Oscars. It has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fun fact, in the 70s, uh, tomatoes were called mamatoes. Well, all right, uh, I'm in the kitchen for a reason. Uh, Someone's in the kitchen with Ben 10. Someone's at the kitchen, I know. Someone's in the kitchen with Ben 10. It's time to cook. Hey. Okay, so for a little bit of background, uh, in our last episode, uh, I had one of those uh, um, memory epiphanies where you remember a memory you didn't even remember that you had to begin with and as i heard it i had one of those uh nervous breakdowns <laughs> so basically uh i remembered that when i was eight years old uh i decided that i wanted to submit a resume uh, a resume yeah a <laughs> recipe. i wanted to submit a recipe to the american children's program zoom uh because they had a cooking segment and Maybe if you I did wanted... submit your resume along with the recipe, that would have been like... Yeah, hey, okay. Um, this guy played the Tin Soldier in his grade one uh, Christmas concert. I'm trying to wave the resume because it's hot. So I submitted my recipe for um, uh, a sandwich that I had lovingly termed the Joe Sloppy Sandwich because... Uh, Ain't no copyright lawyer is going to get me. Sloppy and, Joe. Uh, Joe Sloppy. Yeah. Zoom did not uh, take my recipe into consideration. Uh, and I was robbed of the opportunity to see uh, uh, like an 11-year-old kid named Pablo uh, create this sandwich on television. So I thought it would be fun to recreate the sandwich here for our viewers today. And feel free to make this at home as I do. Um, as we go along. If the kids from Zoom are watching this now, fuck you. All right, so we're going to start. Very simple. We've got some uh, whole wheat bread. Oh, there. two slices. Two slices. It is a sandwich, after all. Um, this is a very simple, simple sandwich you can make at home uh, without any adult supervision, even, which is nice. So you're going to start with uh, some peanut butter. Hi, that peanut brand butter. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I like to leave part of the uh, peanut butter smooth on the top. I, I uh, if you can kind of see what I'm doing there. That's just that's just something I like to do. You don't have to do that. 
I believe that's called a fetish. Okay, so then you're just going to spread that on one, uh, one piece of the bread. We don't have the budget for me to have done this earlier, uh, so you're just going to have to make me... Or you yeah, just have to real time. Bread. So yeah, once you've got your peanut butter on there, you want to make sure you get your, uh, your knife nice and clean for the next step, which is uh, you want to put some strawberry jam on it. Now, because of the supply lines in the nation at the moment, I don't have any strawberry jam. Ah. Nor do I have anything that's a suitable replacement. So we're just going to skip that step. Um, but you can imagine I'm going to be putting some of that on here right now. On both sides, of the, both sides of the bread this time. That's important. And then you put that on there. And then uh, the pièce de résistance, the thing that makes this different than just a regular run-of-the-mill peanut butter and jam sandwich, is the uh, dry rice noodles. Uh, for a little bit of texture and uh, individuality. Now, again, I don't have any. So we're just going to have to imagine that I do. So we're just going to sprinkle some of those on there. We get a close-up on the sprinkle action there. Yeah, here, okay. So I'm just going to take this over here. And I'm going to, can you see that? There we are. There you go. Sprinkle that on there. We're going to have to tap into our imagination tanks once again. And then you're just going to put one piece of bread on top of the other. And you're going to really want to smack it down, little, like, smush it down, get all those flavors intermingling with one another. And is it Uh, like when you perform CPR where you should do it to... uh, uh, Yeah, you should do it to a song. You should do it to a song. Uh, Not staying alive, necessarily. Um, How about this song? Is that also public domain? No. (laughs) And then uh, feel free to uh, eat it. And that's the Joe Sloppy sandwich. Well, what a. That was great. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom a zoom a zoom a zoom. Well, actually, Ben, since we're in the business of subverting brand name things, maybe we could do our own version of Zoom. It'll be called Moose. Yeah, I'm down. Let's go and Moose. Let's go Come and Moose. Let's go and Moose. 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 I want to see a, a gritty, edgy reboot of Zoom. How, how would it be gritty and edgy? Uh, Pablo fellates himself. From, uh, <laughs> is, that like, is, that like an insult, is that like a do-it-yourself tutorial? Yeah. I'm Pablo. I'm Maxwell. <laughs> Are they all zombies? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. This is edgy to me. Do we get to watch you eat this in real time? I mean, that's what I'm doing. I don't know. Well, this was the meal, and now uh, – that's not a good end line. Uh, <laughs> uh, and now for dessert, you get to leave. <laughs> and, and dessert is freedom. You're yeah. free for a whole another week. Uh, next week, uh, we'll think of another movie or another thing that I don't understand to review. Uh, ben will have another uh, a great half star idea to share with you all. And of course, 
some more public domain music. I like that we dance. What? Go watch Chinatown. I won't.